Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. Glad to have each and every one of you because this is the election season. We are in the final month. We're in a rush to the finish line. Will Republicans get the base out? Will they get all the disaffected people? Will they get everybody that hates inflation and has the understanding to know that the Democrats are the reason the gas prices have gone up. You can't blame it on Putin. You can't blame it on uh, anything else in the world. Inflation is because Joe Biden and the Democrats do not want America to use the resources that God has given them. And, and they're going into Venezuela looking for dirty oil. Uh, Saudi Arabia this week just uh, slapped them uh, slap that little, you know, President Biden had done the fist bump with the, their leader that he he, he said he wouldn't ever uh, talk with, and then he changed the tune when we came begging, and they but OPEC said, hey, we're going to cut production. So now, what's going to happen? Gas prices are going up. Oh, if we have a, you know, we mentioned it last week's show. If we have a national emergency, good luck. <laughs> There's not Biden has drained out the, but petroleum uh, strategic petroleum reserves so uh good luck if we have an emergency now uh but today's show we're going to uh talk about some of the senate races and and some close senate races we're going to bring those out before you talk about uh those races before we get there something that's very important that happened last week uh on the fox news network with tucker carlson and hey, he had a he had a um, interview with uh, Ye, uh, Ye, Kanye West, or, but uh, and I'm not going to talk about that. We don't have time. But uh, he had some controversial uh, 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 garments out, I guess you say, shirts that he wore that uh, got controversy. We won't go into that this week because we got so much to talk about. But on Carl Tucker Carlson, he had on Tony Bobulinski. Who was uh, Tony? Who is Tony? Well, he, he had him on the show in the just before the 2020 elections. Not just before. It was a whole um, a couple weeks before because of some things Joe Biden had said. And Tony Bobby Linsky knew he was lying. He came out of documents. And so we're going to play a little clip of that first because it's so important. Uh, let me let you listen a little bit of this interview. Then I'm going to tell you what's more important than this interview even as pertains to the 2020 election. Take a listen. Interesting. So that document is exactly the same document as Sinohawk Holdings LLC. Uh, and it appears that Hunter Biden, Jim Biden and the Biden family literally copied the same document down to typos 
as you said, the serial number, and they removed Oneida Holdings, which was the Delaware LLC that represented Jim Biden, Hunter Biden, myself, Rob Walker, and James Gillier, and uh, Hunter and his lawyer, George Maziers, replaced it with Owasco, which was Hunter Biden's um, uh, law firm or uh, business that he operated. So he effectively swapped out uh, an entity that he owned 20% of to a business that he owned 100% of, um, which is fraud. So why would he do that? Um, a lot of detail. We don't, you know, have too I, much I understand, time, but, but basically at a, at a high level in July 2017, the Chinese CFC had not funded the $10 million. I was extremely frustrated. The Bidens um, claimed or presented to be frustrated. I got calls from Jim Biden. He was ready to call the Chinese directly and, and say the Biden family's pulling out of a deal, all well documented in text messages, WhatsApp, and emails. And um, I didn't know this at the time, but apparently around that same time, Hunter Biden um, and the, his lawyers basically removed Oneida, um, put Owasco, his law firm, in that, and replaced that in that document, getting prepared to basically divert that money into uh, BYZ Holdings. So they were shafting you without your knowledge, it sounds like. Yeah, it's called fraud, yeah. And this is... I mean, I, I don't see any other explanation for this. Do you? Uh, I'm sure you can reach out to the Biden family and get yeah, comment not, from them. But uh, our calls right um, now. Okay, so this is just this alone seems to me enough to spur a criminal investigation by the FBI into what apparently is fraud. The FBI had the contents of the laptop. They've had it for years now. Um, has there been an FBI investigation into this, and what's the, what's the outcome of it, do you know? I'm not aware of them focusing on those specific facts. Everything that I've been privy or um, briefed on is they're focusing on more legacy tax stuff, FARA stuff. Um, they should be looking into that. But Hunter but, Biden uh, has not been indicted for this. Uh, I'm not aware of that. Um, he ultimately, if you actually want to get into more detail, they ultimately um, evolved from using BYZ Holdings to then just going directly into an entity called Hudson West 3, and that's where he received the, um, I think, over $5 million across 2017 and 2018, of which he took a portion and paid on a monthly basis uh, to his uncle Jim Biden, and I think Jim's wife Sarah was involved. So, How much did Hunter expect to make from his business dealings with the Chinese? Yeah, so not only Hunter, I, uh, I wasn't interested. They, you know, they had to work on me for years to sort of, you know, call it come off the bench and get involved here. In the spring of 2017, I expected CFC was going to deploy billions of dollars through Sinohawk. Um, and I was focused on taking those billions of dollars and making a return on it. Um, and I expected to make hundreds of millions of dollars. I think the Bidens probably thought they were going to make billions of dollars. How much do you think Hunter in the end got from this from diverting this money do you think he received the money so he definitely received the money i mean the the, the bank statements have been made public you know he received over five million dollars and then i think an incremental one million dollars uh in a legal consulting fee to represent um patrick ho uh, which is a story in itself so this seems very cut and dried black and white with uh tony bobby linsky they're talking to tucker carlson but this part is not as important as what 
another part of the interview was, and I can't play it all because uh, we just don't have time for it. But what Tony Bobulinski said that just shatters the the anything we had thought about the FBI. I mean, I grew up respecting the FBI, still respect the hardworking people of it, but the leadership stinks to high heaven. How can I say that? Why do I say that? Well, after Tony Bobulinski shared this information, and he shared so much of this information to uh, Tucker Carlson before the 2020 election, but he didn't first go to Tucker Carlson. He told Tucker what he had done because he, heard, he knew Joe Biden was lying. So he did what any good American, American would do. He went in, and, and he knew that the Biden family had committed fraud against him. So he went in to the FBI, and they interviewed him. He went over all the documents, showing them everything, the proof, the everything, and the FBI listened, and they had a few agents in there. But guess who was the head of in charge of the investigation to listen to Tony Bobulinski? If you've been listening to this show, you've been listening to news, you know there's a name of a FBI agent called uh, Tim Tebow. He's not the football player. He spells his name differently, but he's an FBI agent who was basically kicked out of the FBI for showing favoritism, Democratic Party. Was he a Democratic Party operative working within the FBI to influence elections? Does somebody not want to ask these questions? Do the American people not deserve? Do they not deserve to know if there was a, the foot pedal was pushed down for the Democratic Party in the 2020 elections? And, I mean, he'll claim, he says, oh, it didn't show any favoritism. How can we say that if we look back, how many investigations was he in charge of? Why was he given this investigation, then shut it down? Did the leadership who gave it to him know he would shut it down? Did they tell him to shut it down? But what Tony Bobulinski said, that, that he left the FBI after several hours giving all this informative information, showing his cell phone, showing all everything he had. He had the goods on the Biden family. And what the FBI agent, uh, Tim Tebow, said at that time was, we will get back with you. We will have you in here again. And, and Tucker Carlson said, when did they call you back? Did they ever call you back? Never, never, never. Did the FBI call back Tony Bobulinski? What happened? Well, Tim Tebow, this guy that has been accused of favoritism, whistleblowers have said it, and they they marched him out of the FBI. And guess what? He may have influenced the election, taxpayer money, a government agency with somebody planted inside to swing an election to the Democrats. I'm not saying they put him in right then, but how long? Was he put in during the Clinton administration? Or did he, I mean, how many times does the J6 committee, the January 6th committee, pulled and, and, and stole information? When I say stole information, they got the, telephone companies to give them information about Republican congressmen. Republicans were basically spied on. And, and they gave the information. Can we not know 
who did Tony Bobby Lansky talk to? Let's, what is it on his cell phone? Who Was he talking to anybody in the Democratic Party? Was he talking to Democratic Party operatives? How do we know if it's not investigated? And if it is true, then we have an election with that produced an illegitimate result because a government entity may have... I, do I know? No. Do Americans need to know? Yes, they do. Who's going to investigate it? Well, if the Democrats had any any integrity at all, if they had any character of goodwill, what happened? Why did Richard Nixon resign? Because the Republicans said, what is truth? You, you remember the famous saying, what did the president know and when did he know it? It came from a Republican. Now, where's a Democrat saying, what did Tim Tebow know? And did he use that information or squash an investigation to change what the American people knew when they were making a decision about who would be president? And they said, and, and, and that's what Tony Bobby Linsky on the show, he said 21,000 votes difference would have put President Trump or kept President Trump in the White House. There was about 42,000 votes different. And he said, like he said, if only half of those had changed their votes, it wouldn't take but 21,000 people. If you think out of all the millions, tens of millions of Americans voting, and, and I mean, we still have a lot of questions about the entire election and the counting process. But just to think, even if, if any of this cheating went on, that's, that's suspected between the 2000 Mules movie and, and Mark uh, Zuckerberg's over $400 million to put uh, drop boxes in Democrat areas, just about solely Democrat areas. And we could go on and on with suspicions and what happened. But even if all those votes counted, only 21,000 people changing their vote would have kept Donald Trump in the White House. Do you think this information that was that was uh, was was censored basically by the government? What happened? We remember, even Mark Zuckerberg talked. Well, we got uh, just a month or so ago on the Joe Rogan show talking about. Well, the FBI came to them and told them about Russian disinformation maybe coming out about. And that's what they were calling Hunter's laptop. And that's why Facebook suppressed it. Twitter su suppressed it. Jack Dorsey said, well, we shouldn't have done it. Well, what happens right before election when you got... It wasn't Twitter and Facebook saying we're going to suppress this. The, we had a government agency, the FBI. Who in the FBI came and told facebook and twitter and these big companies that there may be russian disinformation coming and that the hunter uh laptop looked to be like russian dis disinformation we need to know was it tim tebow was he the one was he the one who knew all this was told this by biden about biden and, and the biden family by tony bobby linsky and he sat on information and even after Joe Biden won, he kept his mouth shut. He kept, a, he kept the investigation from going forward. And why? I think we have a dishonest FBI that influenced the 2020 election, and the wrong man is probably in the White House if the American people were given the true facts. And, but we had taxpayer money 
used by a government agency to suppress information that the American people deserved. Tell me why there shouldn't be investigations into the FBI. Tell me why Tim Tebow and who else is in there. Let the whistleblowers speak and the Democrats, shame on you. The Watergate hearings happened because Republicans stood up for truth and said, what did the president know and when did he know it? And you look at the Democrats now and they are, where are they? They, they ran off Capitol Hill last week. So oh, can't do anything now because we're going to recess after the election. Where is a Democrat that will stand up for truth and say, what happened at the FBI? Who will ask the questions? Who will put the FBI in front of them and in sworn testimony and say, and ask these questions that need to be asked? Do we have anybody on the Democratic side? I hope, I hope that we have some Republicans to look into this because the election, the election was influenced, it looks like, by the people within the FBI who purposely, purposely kept important information away from the American people. And even some of the information was out there, and they said it was Russian disinformation. Don't listen to it. They suppressed it. Government entity, the FBI, suppressed information that the American people deserved, and we need to know what happened. Hey, you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. Glad, glad uh, that you're listening to us. We are in the election season, and we're about to talk about some of the close Senate races, so stay tuned for that. But let me remind you, we got a book called Bedrock Truths. You can get that book by going to www.docholliday.org. And I just have to tell you, it's written by me and Dr. Alveda King. Dr. Alex McFarland. We love to get that book out if you don't have a copy. And I've said before, for those who haven't heard, I do have a book of fiction coming out. It's not anything to do about politics, but uh, it's a, a fun read. Uh, somebody asked what it is, and I had asked the publisher, how, why do you describe this? And he said it's a, the best way to describe it is a historical fiction action adventure series it's the first book of a series coming out so uh when it comes out we're waiting on supply chain issues so we don't know toward the end of the year so uh, we'll try to get more information when we know that book will be coming out but i'm glad you're listening to doc holiday's rock splitting politics take a listen to this joe biden pardons his son and for the good of the country and the democratic party he announces he won't seek re-election because a fair examination of the evidence, and the evidence is huge, may show that Joe Biden committed treasonous acts for money. He may have sold us out to the communist Chinese for cash. And as men and women serve our country overseas and risk everything to protect the security of this great nation, we owe it to them to get to the truth. Tulsi Gabbard is a former presidential candidate and former Hawaii congresswoman. Tulsi, what do you read into this leak now to the Washington Post about this massive evidence of tax and gun crimes. Yeah, Jesse, you know, first of all, I think that leaks coming from law enforcement agencies are not good. Uh, we often see them happening in the lead up to elections, regardless of which party they're seeking to influence. Our law enforcement entities need to be apolitical so that we can have faith in the rule of law. But what we're seeing here is pointing to something much bigger than 
what Hunter Biden ends up actually being charged with or indicted with or not. Uh, what this reminds me of, which is especially important as we head into uh, this coming election in just a few weeks here, early voting has already kicked off in some states, is how our democracy was stolen in 2020. We saw how heads, former heads of uh, intelligence agencies, the FBI, law enforcement agencies, colluding with big tech social media companies and the mainstream media decided, hey, we don't want the American voter to know what the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop are because we know that they are more likely to vote for Donald Trump instead of Joe Biden if they actually find out what was there. So they intentionally worked together to withhold that information from voters across the country as they were trying to figure out who to vote for, stealing our democracy. Uh, as you know very well, Jesse, there were just three key states with a difference of 44,000 votes that would have brought Joe Biden and Donald Trump to a tie. 44,000 votes. That is not very many people at all. They saw the writing on the wall, saw how close this was going to be in those key states and made a decision to steal our democracy. This is so important for us to, to remember Never forget, never forgive them for this treason to our democracy that was committed, especially again as we head into these next elections and look forward to how we can have faith in our democracy. Well, that was uh, Tulsi Gabbard on the Jesse Waters show, Fox News. But she said basically what I said. She just said it a whole lot better. So I wanted to play that for you. But it should infuriate all Americans that the 2020 election was, or was it rigged? Well, it looks like some insiders rigged it. And that's why you should be infuriated and make sure you go out and vote. I talked about, talked about the Democrat rascals who are not going to look into this, but Tulsi Gabbard. Now, she's a Democrat, a former congresswoman from uh, the state of Hawaii, but she sees it. She's talking about it. Where are the other Democrats? Why are they sticking their heads in the sand? Well, it's time to, for independents and Republicans and Democrats to show they cannot stand the way this uh, direction this country is going. Get out and vote. Get action. It, it's time. We're less than a month away. Get people out. And if you have early vote in your state, take people out to vote. If you get old people that are older, and elderly and can't get around quick, no one go through the crowds, get them out to vote early and make sure they vote. Some people are way out in the rural communities, nobody will take them on election day, they get forgotten. Get out there now and, and help them get in the vote early. Check and see what your state laws are. Go to the courthouse, whatever you need to do to make sure they get to vote. Because we have got to flood the ballot box with every eligible voter who loves this country and cannot tolerate the way this direct direction this country is going. And be infuriated. Let people know how the election was rigged and stolen by the FBI. That's not Doc Holliday saying that. You heard Tulsi Gabbard say it right then and there just a couple minutes ago. But let's look at the Senate races. What's close? Uh, there's a lot of close races. There's really, you end up, you'd be about 12 if you really want to know the whole fact. But we, we have talked in the past with our guests uh, about New Hampshire, uh, General uh, Balduck up there in New Hampshire, where you got uh, Hassan is the Democrat incumbent, and everybody thinks, well, with uh, Balduck, when General Balduck won, well, he's more conservative. 
they wanted the more moderate uh, to be the nominee in New Hampshire. Hey, don't give up. New Hampshire, If, like I was saying, just go out and get everybody to vote. And we can put General Balduck in there and and take uh, uh, Hassan away that's uh, up there in New Hampshire. Uh, that's one place. Let's look at in Wisconsin. Things are getting better for uh, Senator Ron Johnson. Uh, he's getting the word out how radical. And so many of these candidates are not just run-of-the-mill Democrats. They're not like, oh, they're moderate Democrats. No, they're radical leftists, left of Bernie Sanders. And they are getting money by the tens of millions of dollars where is it coming from i don't know but tens of millions of dollars are flooding in uh it's like in georgia the warnock he, he has uh, he, he's outspent herschel walker uh, three to one so the money is pouring in from the left because they know they have to keep the senate they think the house is gone but they know they got to keep the senate and thinking about the Supreme Court and all the judges, how important it is not to let the Republicans get control. And that's why hundreds of millions of dollars are pouring into the midterm all around. And most of it's coming from the left. Uh, so if you can give $10, $15, help some of these candidates out. But we talked about uh, Ron Johnson getting a story out there in Wisconsin. How about, uh, you know, we, when we look at the Senate, uh, a real close one. We know Herschel Walker has talked about that and Warnke, and they have come out and just harassing the Herschel Walker family and bringing in children and, and what's been said. And <clears throat> If you want decency, anybody in Georgia that wants decency, vote for a, the gentleman named Herschel Walker. Has he had trouble in his past? Yes, but he's come clean and told about it. And and, and and we got a, some a, a, somebody that proclaims to be a pastor that's using false as, accusations in many ways, and Herschel Walker's talked about that. Republicans, we do not need anybody that supports Joe Biden, and don't get in all the mismatch of out there. Get out there and support the Republican to help the Republicans stop this country going in the wrong direction. Help. Herschel Walker out by all means but let's look uh, one of the races that's a sleeper race that really has a chance and everybody says it doesn't but when people get out the vote there's enough people in the state of Washington where uh, Senator Murray's been there for almost 30 years now she can be defeated <laughs> there's a great uh, lady that's running for that a great patriot and uh, looking at all the different things that uh, all the different races this is one I really believe nobody would have thought there's any way any way somebody that uh, is could win you know you couldn't believe a Republican could actually win and, and beat uh, Senator Murray out there but it it, it can happen <laughs> that that's uh, and and that's why we got to get people out to vote but it's uh, Smiley, uh, if, uh, Tiffany Smiley is the Republican candidate there in the state of Washington. So uh, check, check out the, uh, her, her website and see if you can help her out. Our listeners that live in Washington, don't give up. This is, you can, you're so close. You've got to get everybody out to vote, though. 
uh, everybody outside of Seattle uh, are probably going to vote Republican. And just got to get people out to vote. And the people in Seattle, when you see all the leftist stuff that's going on, how can the people of Seattle, some of them have got to say, this is crazy. We have got to get this place cleaned up. Vote, Republican. Please, for our nation's sake, for the sake of Washington State, uh, get behind Tiffany Smiley. And, and then you go to, uh, in, in Colorado, uh, Joe Odea. O'Day, and, and I heard uh, uh, Newt Gingrich saying he thought that was going to be a sleeper, that he, he thought the Republicans would take Colorado. Again, get out and vote. We've seen some great Republican senators. Uh, just recently, Gardner uh, got beat a couple years ago. and But a Colorado can elect Republicans. Go do it. Get out there and work hard. <laughs> Ride on the ranges and get everybody out to vote out there. Yes, yes, please. But uh, there, those are some races that really need to look at, need help in. And, uh, the, of course, Pennsylvania, Fetterman, come home. The people in Pennsylvania have got to know the truth about this guy that's further to the left than Bernie Sanders. Pennsylvania can't elect him if people will just look at his record. And and uh, we did cover North Carolina. We hadn't covered North Carolina. It's looking better. Uh, Congressman Bud is running for Senate, and and he the people of North Carolina made him the Republican nominee. The Republicans there did, and they got to get behind him and get him over the finish line. One of the, there's two that are exciting that could be pickups for Republicans to help make it a Republican chamber in the Senate. One is this real close is in Nevada, where actually the incumbent is getting is behind in the polls. Laxalt is the Republican running for Senate in Nevada. Get behind him. The people of Las Vegas, they know what they've been through. I mean, uh, the crime has gone up in Las Vegas. So uh, change, make a change. Get somebody in there that really cares about Nevada citizens. And, and that's a... Uh, uh, like Laxalt, and then Arizona, <laughs> Kelly, uh, how can you keep voting for Democrat senators in the state of Arizona? Come on now, get out there and get everybody in the polls, and let's get Masters in there, the Republican uh, nominee. Uh, it can happen. Ohio is looking good for Vance, uh, but again, everybody in Ohio has got to get out and vote. This is an election that you got to get out there and vote, and we'll say Florida looks like Marco Rubio is in good shape, but I mean, if people don't get out and vote, the Democrats can win. It's got to be done, and we know the, the people are still recovering from the hurricane. Uh, we're still praying for that. It is a lot, you know, after the first week, the hurricane recovery gets harder. People in Mississippi know about that. It takes months and weeks, and it's just slow going right at first. So our prayers are with you, and more help's on the way, and we're glad for that. But please, get out there, and don't forget to vote and get Marco Rubio reelected there in the state of Florida. Wow, we covered some Senate races here. Very important. You get out there and do your work wherever you are. So this is the, this is the prime season, election year, uh, midterm elections. Get out there and get involved wherever you are. Next week, we're going to talk about some uh, some of the close house races. 
So we'll see you next week. God bless. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.